Let's get it on. Welcome to the best podcast in the world. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Here's your host, Nick Tibusek, together with the best co-host, Dennis Piccolo. Hello, everyone. And we have another guest, the one and only, <laughs> <laughs> the Austrian beast. <laughs> the Kampf. Combat Smurf. Smurf. It is. Can we say that in English? Iris. <laughs> Usually we call her Iris. <laughs> yeah, you can say my English name. <laughs> we, we do it like Iris. Iris from Iron because she's so hard like Iron. <laughs> she's, <Hello. laughs> uh, she's a freestyle um, athlete. <clears throat> um, also training lots of uh, statics and I saw her doing some weighted stuff recently and I enjoyed to see that <laughs> <laughs> um, you're also competing in competitions yes I had um, two competitions in like before Christmas one at the end of November yeah. which was in the Netherlands and another one in Sweden Two weeks later, it was a little bit close <laughs> and, <laughs> and destroyed my progress a little bit. But it was a lot of fun and I got to know many people. That's perfect. So, Iris, I think you should tell us a little bit about you. Um, as probably nobody knows who the fuck you are and what <laughs> you are doing. So, let us know a little bit about you. How long are you training? How old are you? All these things all the people ask you on Instagram all day long. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm Iris. I'm 22 years old and I'm training calisthenics now for a bit more than two and a half years. I think in May it's going to be three years. Yeah. Um, yeah, I focus mainly on freestyle calisthenics. Define it as you want to for me. <laughs> it's um, statics and dynamics, mm -hmm. but um, main focus on statics. Right because now. yeah, I think it's easier to like work with a proper plan in that case, and the yeah. dynamics is a lot of playing around, which I don't have a lot of time for as I'm also studying <laughs> and um, working for World of Fire Heroes. For those who know the organization, <laughs> <laughs> the best organization in the world. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically what I um, do most of the time. So a, a mixture of training. Um, studying and working <laughs> but it's not also only that you just a little bit of I'm a student and I like to train a little bit you're pretty strong yeah I would, I would say it's, it's um, quite okay <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen some stuff of you so um, I think that's pretty pretty interesting for those who will listen You are able to hold a front lever I don't know many girls who are able to hold that well it depends a little bit on the day I, yeah, of course, I have to of admit that like um, I can hold a front a full front lever if I had enough break before and um, currently I'm having a really hard time with it as my back is giving me quite a lot of struggles. Okay. I do not yet know what it is, but I feel it basically every training and that sucks a little bit. But we're gonna fix that, I think, right? <laughs> we are. Oh yeah, and I are. totally forgot to, to say that um, Dennis, the co host is my coach so yeah and it changed quite a lot 
in my training, <laughs> which I'm very happy about. This is some stuff we yeah. would like to talk about today. Yes. Um, for, you, for, for, for the listener, um, I do know some stuff about you. So you have been a gymnast for quite a time. 13 years, yes. 13 but years. But not professional. Yeah. So you, at least you know a little bit of how to yeah, move the body. <laughs> yeah, I would say I have quite a, a basic understanding of um, my body. As I, I've been doing gymnastics, dancing, um, and also climbing for a while. Um, yeah, so a lot in that direction that fits very well with calisthenics as well. Even if you look at bar dances and stuff like that, you can reuse that kind of work that I did in the past. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> But uh, for the last two and a half years, I think you made massive progress in that time. I mean, oh, especially... Up and down. <laughs> I would say, um, actually, it changed when, we, when I started training with you, Dennis. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the first time I met you was in Estahazi Park, if I'm not oh, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Ahim and I were doing some steady moves. And I just thought it was super cool. I get so stoked by yeah, it. Yeah, and, and she said, oh, I want to try to and go to. And then, and then she, like, you, you, you were super quick uh, and learning a lot of stuff. Yes. And yeah, then you can keep going. Like, yeah, right? it was actually crazy because um, I had just, like, when I was training with you guys back then in the park, I think it was, I don't know, four or five weeks of calisthenics. And, um, I only started to drop more into it because uh, the doctors told me that my foot injury won't heal in the next half year. So I was like, okay, I gotta find an alternative. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I, I think I'm actually, I'm not 100% sure about it, but I haven't met any other girl before me in Austria that was doing um, freestyle calisthenics. So I believe I'm actually the first one who, who got really started with that seriously. And yep. um, I, yeah, I was at the tryout first at Team Alphaba, my, my team. <laughs> and then a few weeks later, I met you guys. And I first said to myself, um, I want to focus on, on dynamics because um, I found it really interesting, like that different movement compared to gymnastics. And to be honest... I really hated the high bar in gymnastics. When I stopped gymnastics, I told to myself, I'm never going to touch that thing again. <laughs> Look at me now. <laughs> This is where I ended. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I saw you guys and um, I saw a flange the first time in real life, in my, um, in my life. So, And I saw that and I was like, okay, I want to learn that. And... I remember everybody telling me, oh, there's no girl in the world that can do this, except for the, what was the name for um, Antonella? Uh, Clar uh, Clarici, I think. Yeah, yeah something like that. that. I mean, there were a few, but yeah. they were like... Very rare. Gymnastic. Yeah. Very yeah, rare. Exactly. Rare, yeah. so, so I saw it and I was like, holy shit, this looks so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to do that. And then I, I started... I, it was incredible. Like if I look now at the videos, it's hilarious. Like I basically skipped leans, <laughs> <laughs> which is like if if a if I would see a beginning doing that now, I would punish him. <laughs> like this is so an absolute no go actually. When so so you did actually 
what I think most of the people just do all the time. Stupid attempt. Try an error. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, it, and, it, and in the end it fucked me up actually. <laughs> <laughs> I played that game for quite a while and um, I remember like my foot healed then someone so I could yeah. start with dynamics again. Um, then I had a different injury again. I was going from one injury to the next. Um, it got a little bit better. Um, when was that? I don't know, after one and a half years maybe? Yeah. And uh, no, earlier. After one year? I, I don't know. It got a little bit better and then I started understanding the girl's flange as I like to name it. So for those who don't know what a girl's flange is, basically your ass is super high up. And you struggle very widely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very very different technique actually. But in the girls' scene, it's often called the planche. Yeah. Which I find wrong, but <laughs> yeah. Um, so where was I? <laughs> injuries. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I discovered like, that how how like that girl pla girls' planche kind of works. And then I trained it so much that my wrists got really bad. Ah, shit. And I just developed an overstraining syndrome. Yeah. I had I, like two weeks of break that the doctor ordered me to do. <laughs> and then I contacted you. Yeah. And since then, like, my whole training has changed completely. I tried to really... For me, the biggest change was to actually move away from that ego-driven workout and focus more on real skills and real progress and, and also showing that on Instagram for example I like showing the things <clears throat> I do and not only the cool shit that all the kids in the park do because yeah. as, as already as I already named it it's shit <laughs> it is it is <laughs> it's okay we have this explicit thing on Spotify so yeah. everybody <laughs> we are safe we can say as many bad words as we want to yeah <laughs> It was very interesting to see like how you evolved. Like I remember it, the first time we met to to talk about the training. Yeah. And we we met at this gym actually, mm -hmm. I think, and looked over technique, over everything, went through uh, one and the other um, movement, and then you started. And at the beginning, you were like, okay, yeah, like you you needed to hold yourself back to not do more Completely. all the time because. It was way less than she was used to, like, I think, maybe a third of, of what was, she was, yeah. It was actually really funny, because when I started training with you, I suddenly trained less hours, mm -hmm. but these more efficiently, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. this was really interesting, because my progress was so much more than I was used to, mm -hmm. although I was doing less, so I was actually saving time, which was good also for my studies. Because my studies improved also a lot at that point. Yeah, was, because you were funny. able to learn more. Yeah, it, it was it was really funny. Um, yeah, that that was a good decision. And since then, it's actually been going pretty much up all the time. The last, like after, the, I feel like the competitions hit a little bit, a ditch. In my, I think you always see it in my. Yeah, it's like when when Iris said like at one of her paper <clears throat> competitions. <laughs> uh, with freestyle competitions, the problem is you have a lot of dynamics, yes. uh, movements in them, and you can't really calculate them into the volume. Yeah. Like, it's super, super hard. Mm -hmm. And you fall wrong once or twice, and especially if you haven't mastered certain skills, but you want to bring them to the competition because uh, like 
for example, the full front lever, I don't let Iris do the front. No. <laughs> like, I don't. Um, I think she tried it for the first time, like, she, she didn't do it for ages, and she tried for the first time in summer. It was probably one three of the, seconds, yeah, one of the best front levers she did. Uh, that, that was this yeah. epic picture. Yeah, that yeah. picture yeah, that every page shared yeah. suddenly. <laughs> exactly. And then I told her, we need to go back to our training. I know it's nice and it's the that thing was you so want, hard. but you need to go back. Yeah. And in competition season, of course, in the routines, you build in the full front lever. And having, like, if you do, haven't mastered the skills and have a combo training, it's extremely straining. Like, it's a extremely straining just like that. I know people just train like that all the time, but uh, in fact, they usually get hurt. And on the other <laughs> time, like, if you haven't mastered the skills yet, it's like an addition to that. And I think, yeah, then Iris, I think you, you started feeling a bit your back in that period. Yeah, I don't actually know why it really started. Yeah. It started someone, it started with the dragon flanks, yeah, I remember yeah. that, and then like now, also today, my training, <laughs> be prepared for my videos, they're really not good. I was so disappointed today because I, I was training before. <laughs> um, and um, I really had troubles holding just a normal one leg mm. advanced tucked, which yeah. is normally, like if I look back in beginning of November or October, it was so easy to hold it. Like I was just wanting more and more seconds because it felt so easy. And today I had struggles after five seconds, which was like, yeah. And it's interesting to see weird. how, like, a very intense time can have enormous effects even, like, months after. Yes. Because it, you start a training again, we fix some technique again, like, that gets lost during mm. competition season. If, if planche. You, yeah, for example, planche. <laughs> Best example. She used to do goal planche for the competitions, of course. And you gave me a lot of points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I do understand that. I yeah. used it as a weapon in my yeah, yeah. <laughs> combos. But. And relearning the right way to clench, yeah. uh, say so, it takes time again. But. Would, would yeah. you say there was a transfer effect from the usual planche training, like Dennis wants you to do it, to, into the girls' planche? Definitely. I, I would say in the past I really lost my scapula always. Yeah. But that didn't really happen that much anymore. And in general, I could just hold it longer. Yeah. Like in, in Sweden at the final, I don't know if I had it three seconds, but it was a clear hold at least. And that was a big achievement for me. It was also made me really proud because afterwards, Daniels, who was Daniels license, who was judging, came to me and said he, he hasn't seen a planche girl like that. Uh, Plan a girl planching like that very often, yeah. and that that it's really good stuff. What you're doing with me, <laughs> so that that was amazing feedback. Also, also for my front lever, yeah. Um, and it's really funny because like the girls I know they always ask me, oh how how often do you train straddle planches? I like never. <laughs> I just train advanced tuck planches and yeah. at the like when I do a, a show or a competition. I do it, but I don't want to do it too often because otherwise I'm going to learn, uh, like forget the new technique I'm just learning, which is so much harder. Yeah. And I mean, I want to hold a full planche one day. So 
I don't want to fuck it up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this is also, I think, one of the big things why you're so you are so successful in what you're doing. As um, I don't, I usually don't see any girls progressing that fast. <laughs> um, what Thank is you. definitely a thing about your programming, Dennis. But I also yeah. think what always comes together in that area. I see that with senior too a lot. Mm -hmm. If those athletes who are really focused in their mind and really want the stuff get the right person right, to yeah. push them in the right direction, yeah. this is just a combination that leads to loads of tears of the enemies. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I, I think I really needed the direction. It was something that, um, like in the beginning... When I started calisthenics, I really liked that I could decide what I do. But as I got to the point where, you know, like you get a lot of input from Instagram. Yeah. So what I don't know if it's like that in a weighted scene as well, but um, Same. with freestyle calisthenics, you post your stuff and then you write things like any tips, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then random people answer you. And you know that um, phenomenon in calisthenics is that everybody believes they are heroes and everybody believes they know how it works and haven't written in their bios or oh, professional coach mm -hmm. but in fact they have no clue about like not all of them but many of them that yeah. answer on the stories have actually no clue about the movements yeah. they might be really good athletes and I'm not gonna say anything against it and I really admire these people for what they are able to do Yeah. But a good athlete is not necessarily a good coach. Same goes for judging. Yeah. Because sometimes I see competition use competitions hiring or taking very good athletes as judges. But in fact, they are not good judges because they're not attentive or whatever, you know. They don't have so the like eye. The, the yeah. people the people need to do what they're good at. And um I think that's a big problem in calisthenics and When I um, was training without Dennis back in the past, um, it was always like I just used the feedback that people gave me. And um, now when I look at it, <laughs> what they told me, <laughs> it's just very, very different to what I get taught now. Yeah. So I think this is um, something very important in calisthenics. There are a lot of tips. Um, moving around in the internet that might be good but might also be not good yeah and also if people ask me about advice i normally give them very general advice so for example if they ask me for things like any tips for planche and then they show me a video <laughs> and they're i'm like okay like there are like millions of things you could say now yeah but the only thing that i tell them is just take your time yeah because I'm not a pro, I'm not a pro coach, not at all, and I don't want to be it. I'm, I'm an athlete and I'm a competition organizer, but I'm not a coach, and I don't see myself as somebody who qualifies to say something and, and pretend it's right. Mm. So I'd rather just talk about what I experienced, maybe from a more mental view, because I think that's a very, very big point in the sport, the ego. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> and that's not only in the freestyle section. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? I think that's a sports thing. Yes, definitely. But I think it's particularly interesting in calisthenics because many people have very interesting backgrounds. So um, you get my point. They they try to compensate something from the past, which is totally fine, yeah. but um, can really ruin your progress. Definitely. <laughs> and the other thing is, in this sport, you have very rare people who really can give you a good advice. Yes. Um, and people are not used to get proper advice as they are training in their parks and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's free and everybody has fun and that it's mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, it's a But lot of fun. <laughs> it's good to take advice from the right people because exactly. it just helps you. And a lot of people um, tend to just not liking that because usually when you get an advice or feedback of something, they tend to see a mistake you made. Yeah. And people hate to get told you made a mistake because <laughs> nobody likes that. Nobody likes that, that's true. People like to hear, yo bro, it's great. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, the bro thing. Oh, the bro thing in calisthenics oh, is a problem. My favorite, my favorite. Everyone is a bro. It's, the thing is, yeah, like you said, many people come from different backgrounds and then you have like this super genetically gifted young guy who can do everything and then people turn to him for advice. How, how Which, should I do it? Yeah, yeah just do it. Just do it because... Just he, hold it. He just did it, you know? Yeah. Like he just This did is exactly it. what I mean. Yeah. And he just did it and he has no idea how you get there. He never opened a book, but... In his bio, it's written, write me for online coaching, you know? Yeah. yeah and, like, I think, especially if you learn stuff super quickly, for 99% of the people, it doesn't work like that. There's a long way to go yeah. for a planche. It's an and extremely hard skill. Yeah. Of course, in Instagram, people who can do it and can do it well, they, they shine, you know? You see them. Everyone mm -hmm. likes them and they yeah. get shared. But and what you don't see on these shining stars exactly. is all these not shining stars because yeah. they are in the dark. You don't see them. Yeah. And that's the big thing with yeah. that. You gotta work your way up. Yeah, exactly. So, we know where you have been. What would be pretty interesting and hopefully inspiring, where you want to go with training? Um, so, my big goal right now would be... Um, podium for burning gates oh shit oh shit <laughs> so for everybody who doesn't know i think which is amazing because for burning gate you can program the rounds very well This and you can actually <laughs> periodize it for everybody who doesn't know what <laughs> is burning gate you better get get a little bit of attention on that because in my opinion this is the best freestyle competition right now next right to what <laughs> I, I saved that you know that was super close <laughs> um, because I, I can also explain why I do like it because I'm a big fan of statics yes, and they different. give you a lot of points for statics um I'm not such a big fan of dynamics. I know. <laughs> <laughs> But that, that's my personal thing. Don't listen to him. <laughs> I'm a big fat guy. I can't jump. That's why I, I'm just jealous. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Um, Burning it would be a real dream. I'd love to see you there. And I think it could work pretty well. 
I think it would be the right competition for me because I'm a real perfectionist. Like, yeah, 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 I yeah. love working on all the little tiny details. I think it's kind of also has to do something with my gymnastics past. Definitely. And um, I heard that Burning Gate goes a lot into that direction. So I think it would be the right place for me to be. I've seen some videos from there from, I think, 2019, was it? Adrenalina. That level was that higher. Unbelievable. I love it. Yeah. It, also it was, the girls. Yeah. That, that was for me the, the real thing. I mean, everybody's talking about this Carlos uh, Stenos thing yeah. from calisthenics. Mm -hmm. And that was for me, I was looking at that and that was Beauty. just beautiful strength. Yeah. That was really nice. <laughs> and I think 2019 was actually way more entertaining to see than last year. Last year was super dull because people just had super fixed routines mm -hmm. and it got like almost a skills endurance battle. Oh, okay. Like you had Victorian planche, Victorian planche, Victorian planche so with boring. impossible dip in between and then you had like front touch, front pull, front pull, front pull. And there's people like who can do 10, uh, one next to the other, put always another exercise in. And they changed up the rules a bit in 219. Um, and it, it's more colorful, let's say. Like yeah, the, I the think it's one of the most win, important yeah. things. That's think, also what we look at at World of Bar Heroes. Like, I show. think if if you if you could yeah. s just mix these two types a little bit more into each other, that would bring up a complete cra a completely crazy <laughs> thing. I, I don't know. The problem is like then you have a super strict rule set, and with you have dynamics in Burning Gate too, and they count a lot of points, but. It's easier, especially in Italy, because everyone can do it, to do a Maltese than do a 540. I think they get born in a Maltese in yeah, Italy. Exactly. I think that that's what, what happens, because it's so normal. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get to that point. <laughs> and doing a 540 is way more risky, and it's, I think, the same points, something like that. Really? Yeah. But in a competition, it's actually more risky. Yeah. Like... It That's is. why I always say, like, I give huge credits to the people that are good in dynamics at competitions. Because if you, um, if you're under stress, like, as you are at a competition, things might happen, like, for me in Sweden, I just had so much energy that I kind of shot myself in the sky <laughs> and couldn't, <laughs> I had no chance to catch the shrimp flip. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. technique was basically right but I just did it with so much more energy that I was not ready for it <laughs> and um, I think that's what, something that happens to so many people in competitions you, yeah. you see so many of them failing dynamics they are always able to do just because they turn too much, turn too less just because of that different vibe yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that's a lot easier with aesthetics in yeah. my opinion but I think that's something you can definitely learn to yes calm yourself a little bit down in a competition and uh, Dan Rosenberg is a good example for that yeah. he's a he's a pro when it comes to that kind of stuff he competed so much that it's yeah. basically no, no, no. the same he doesn't time. care yeah. but you see that on the experienced athlete all the time mm -hmm. they don't usually of course sometimes they do bail a little bit but they don't do it very often and yeah it just happens to those who don't who are not that experienced or if they try something really risky yeah yeah Definitely. Fuck. <laughs> I'm still remembering this one guy on FIBO. This crazy jump he did. The one who won. 
Uh, you mean Ikwan? Yes. When he did the front flip re grab. Yeah. That was that was crazy. That one is getting pretty normal now. Yeah, it's super. But if you look just at just fucking nine months later, everybody's doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's if, what happens all the time. Yeah, if you look at gymnastics, though, front flip re grab is super easy skill. Like if you look at. Uh, men's or girls gymnastic it's something they do all the time yes. it's one of the basic skills in the end and now in calisthenics like this big thing yeah 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 yeah. yeah. it's Definitely. always like that it yeah. was like one year ago it was the ginger mm. mm-hmm. who is which is actually called ginger but in calisthenics we decided to call it ginger <laughs> because why not <laughs> you know what was funny the 540 over the bar with Korash that was that was an example of a failed. Yeah, and the uh, official proof that bars flex mats are really good. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. All right. Um, to see that it's always really growing. I think sometimes when you look into the calisthenics world and you're just a beginner, you always think, "I will never get there." <laughs> I will never achieve this. Oh, you're pointing out at the girls. Oh, no, I do. <laughs> I can see that. Yes, that's so true. Um, especially girls are like that. But I think that's um, something that generally lies a little bit in the nature of women, that they always underestimate themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also something that I'm really trying to target um, on my Instagram page. I really try to show girls i always call it my kind of feminism i wouldn't call myself a feminist in a political sense (laughs) not at all because i'm this is also something i'm not really quite interested in to be honest (laughs) but um if i look at myself in a sport or also work i only work with guys i'm always the many times the only girl in the gym and um it's possible like, it, it definitely it, is. It is totally possible. You gotta know your body. You gotta work maybe a bit harder because you don't have the hormones that guys have. You have um, at least not in that amount. <laughs> to so, be honest, I, when, when I was starting myself, I, I was thinking pretty much the same direction. Yeah. But for me, it was like, but I want to get there. So mm-hmm. I know I have to work for that. And I think that's something... Lots of, especially beginners, fail at that thing to just accepting the fact it will take some time. Yes, definitely. And it's also the number one reason, I think, that causes injuries. And especially with the girls, like I, I communicate most of the time with, with girls from the scene. And um, they most of the time tell me that they have some kind of injury, all of them. Like no matter with who you talk. They, they are all injured. <laughs> it's so bad that it's like part of the sport almost. Yes. Like being injured in calisthenics is a standard. Yeah, but I think... And it it's so comes, cool. Yeah. You, like To be taped. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool to be taped and so cool to still train when you're injured. Yeah. Because like, you're so hardcore. No, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't don't quote us on that, please. Uh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> I'm always the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. So, but but it's true. It's it's definitely a, a big big problem. And um, as you said, like with girls, they always underestimate themselves. It's 
makes me kind of sad, but I try to encourage as many women as possible mm -hmm. um, to to get started, and not only in terms of sports. You know, I have, I have followers from very different mm -hmm. areas that have some kind of big goal, yeah. but are too scared to like really go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm always trying to reach out to these people because I, I believe that if you want something, if you take your time and if you do it in a smart way, not in a hard way, in a smart way. That's that's the key point in my opinion. Because if you only go hard, it won't bring you anywhere. Same, but if you just go smart, smart yeah, probably same. also same the same. Same thing. So yes, yeah. it's, it's a kind of a work hard enough. Yeah. Work hard enough. Hard enough, but in a smart way. That's it. Yeah, and that's also when when people ask me. Um, how how can you work so hard? It's like I'm not working so hard. I'm working a lot. I'm doing as much as I have to do, but I'm trying to do it in the smartest way yeah. that is possible. Yeah. And I believe this works for whatever in your life you want to do. And uh, I I'm trying to tell us specifically girls because I believe they like it seems to me that they more often have the struggle mm -hmm. of believing in themselves. Also because you're you're so often told that you're not good enough. And in, as, as girls generally compare themselves a lot more, I think, than guys, yeah. there's always that, that envy and, and kind of, you know what I mean? It's, from, from what I see from the work with the girls we have, um, what, what I see is guys are always like, If you, if you show something to them and they compare themselves to that, they are always like, all right, I'm gonna take that on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like that. And the girls are like, hmm, I'm not sure if I can achieve this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think that's the breaking point. Yes. If you change your mind from seeing this as something that brings you down and you feel maybe not that that comfortable with that yes into all right let's get it on <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to show you who i am yeah, it's like, uh, it has for the guys it has a more positive connotation M most of the time yes and for the girls it's more yeah being envy and very very often being envy it seems to me not within the girls that are already doing the sport no all of them are very very disciplined in my opinion and yeah. and very strong also in their mindsets which is why i love spending time with them because yeah. you really feel how they're growing with you and i i really like the girls calisthenics scene in general because yeah. it's very supportive um there is not It's less the ego thing than I what I see with the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, especially that it's so supportive. This is what I like a lot about it, and what makes me really happy. Also, like when when you reach out to a girl, I, I always see it when I'm when we are like having an event at World of Bar Heroes, and now with FIBO, you know, the past months we only had the qualification rounds, which were only for the guys, and I was most of the time only communicating with guys but now for FIBO we will have girls again yeah, 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 yeah. and um, it's just a completely different way of how you communicate it's so much more caring and yeah. open <laughs> and I love that it, it makes me so happy also to see how 
literally every year the girls are getting stronger like if we really i'm not gonna spoil anything <laughs> but if we can really get these girls to feel who we're in contact with the girls level especially for dynamics will be insanely high and this is something that makes me really really happy because it's kind of pissed me off in the past when everybody always said oh well then it's the girl's turn and you don't have to watch this because it's not that spectacular I said, fuck off that's it, bullshit that changed <laughs> that during, changes uh, a lot and the girls in during the, the last two years are yeah. so underestimated all of them all and every single one of them yeah i saw that i think the last few videos i saw from girls i was always blown away because I don't watch too much of the freestyle stuff. So I know. <laughs> I always see just the big videos. Yes. Which are coming down my timeline. And when I look at that, it's probably mostly the really crazy shit people do. Yeah. When I look at that, I was like, fuck, I'm getting <laughs> old. <laughs> I mean, I was remembering stuff when, when mostly the girls were doing some bar dance stuff and, and Elsa was probably nice. still yeah. a hard skill. Uh, 360 was already like a wall sensation yeah. it was like 1360 then hanging for half an hour then. I, yeah, I remember yeah. when I learned it <laughs> people were like what she can do a 360 and then it's like well just yeah. just basic 360 if you, if you, you look want. at girls yeah. gymnastics they do all the crazy stuff guys do yes so, yeah and, and, and we'll this there. changed a lot yeah. over the especially over the last two yeah. years i think it, it i think it comes a little bit from from that that muggers just do it mm. in generally um and they have the chance now to be better connected right now by social media and stuff yeah definitely that but what i also think It just takes a while, you know. I think one of Definitely. the first girls that started was Melanie Dreesen, as far as I yeah. know. And I don't, I'm not 100% sure how many years she's doing calisthenics now. I She told it, me, but I forgot. I think, <laughs> I think at least like, three or four years. No, nah, I think it's, I think it's five years now, something yeah. like that. And if and you look at how long the guys do it, so it's clear that the guys have a little bit of time advantage. Definitely. Mm. But I see the girls are catching up on that, and this makes me super, super happy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'll keep pouring all my heart and soul into that to make this scene, yeah. especially for the girls' grow because it's such a beautiful sport, and it really leads you also to a healthier life in general. Yeah, which is very important because if you look at most girls, like I, I don't want to sound mean now, but. Most of them with 16 or something, they get into a relationship and that's it with sports. Yeah. At least this is how I experienced it with many of my friends. Yeah. Or it's just a little bit of maybe running and... Yeah. Nobody really... They, they never really think that they could go like professional. Yeah. They, they could be so much more. I don't know if it's the same for the guys. I haven't analyzed it that much in that case. But One, one big thing that I see a lot from girls is it always is like, oh, she's so strong and so self-confident. But what people mostly don't see is they got this self-confident by getting stronger. That's true. 
that that's an amazing experience yeah. because we have a lot of girls in in our coaching which are coming from a pretty low level in the beginning mm -hmm. and they went up pretty strong over the time and you can see how they evolve in their personality in that time yeah. a lot when i look Absolutely. maybe as an a crazy example when i look at senior from three years ago she was definitely a girl she knew what she wants but she was definitely not on that being herself where she is right now three years later mm. being one of the strongest in the world i mean It, that, that was something that I can see very clear because she's with me all the time. Of course. So I, I see that a little bit more than with other people, but I think that that's very underestimated. And I think that's the message that should come out very clear for the girls. Keep on doing, keep, keep on, keep, keep on getting stronger and you will get this self-confidence. I think it especially makes you mentally stronger. Yeah. So for me in the past, I sometimes, like, I never felt insecure because, you know, we live in Austria. So what the hell should happen in Austria? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe a dog might bark at you and <laughs> I think... Or the cows run you over. Uh, yeah, though, that's in actually Asia. pretty dangerous. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But, but besides that, like, now I know I'm strong. Yeah. And if a guy says something stupid to me, I like I would never, of course, do something physical. But it, it kind of feels like I have a shield. Yeah. And this makes you feel really good as a woman. I because love that. you're normally yeah. more like in that role where you are the tiny little weak mm -hmm. girl, which is kind of sweet in relationships. Sometimes, <laughs> but in general, like also with it, it gives me a lot more self confidence. Definitely, I love that. That's inspiring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, w would you say girls should train in a different way than boys? Um, actually, no, because I think they should be like mentally put on the same level because this is exactly how you put them also normally in the same level which is good um, but I think in terms of like in, in physiologic terms can you say that word physiologic I'm not sure physiological yeah terms it's um, what I found pretty interesting and we just discovered that recently is um, how my period affects my training definitely and I was never really aware of that so I think in that sense you have to make a huge difference between guys and girls because like I, I don't really feel it mentally like I'm never really affected by my period mentally mm -hmm. but um, my my results in my trainings are just so much worse it's really funny actually yeah. For, like the first times where it happens like you see a week where the, the RPEs go down go up through the roof for no apparent reason, like <laughs> something wrong, I said, ah, okay. Yeah. But it depends on the athlete. Like I have other girl athletes uh, where you, like maybe you have one day where they have to take off because it's super bad, mm -hmm. but then the rest for, of the week 
like for example yeah. it's no problem at all for some it's before where it's like mood swingy like pms symptoms something like that but yeah it's super super depending from person to person it's, it's really interesting like because yeah. that when i get on my period it, it really gets down my level and then afterwards i can peak yeah that's perfect because now you have just just an always a deload week yeah, exactly. we, we, <laughs> a natural we, one we, we always deload like when yeah. it's that time we deload and then it goes on Easily. again and oh, before like people like water retention is high and pull movements get harder too yeah for example you get heavier one to two kilos some people even three so yeah. it makes a big difference people don't think about that but i think i don't really get get um heavier Mm -hmm. But I think it's just the change in the hormones yeah. in my case because I normally my weight doesn't change a lot. Mm -hmm. like, as I said, I normally don't feel anything, mm -hmm. but it's just something that I we spotted it I think after summer, and now I find it very funny because the last time I, I haven't even told you that I think I'm getting on my period. Yet. You already texted me. I think you're getting on your period <laughs> because your results are getting worse. <laughs> and I was like, oh well, yeah. <laughs> He was right in the end. So I think I, in, I can in, see in the future. <laughs> yeah. In, in that term, it makes a huge difference, and um, one may not underestimate that. Yeah. And also, it's super important that you speak to your coach about that because I yeah. know in some, like in Austria, it's easier, but I think it might be difficult in other countries where this Different topic cultures. is not that yeah. open. And but they're generally, I think, training with guys is also very different chapter i never really experienced it but you heard it, hear different things and yeah mm -hmm. from what i see there is uh some some girls really tend to get a lot of water into their bodies mm -hmm. that's crazy senior is a person like that mm -hmm. she has sometimes like 4 kg more that's completely crazy and that kills wow. the pull game mm -hmm. And you just can't do anything about it. Yeah. It, it just leaves the body after a few days. But for these days, pulling is completely crazy. <laughs> um, and for some, they don't. They are not affected at all. Not at all. Nothing. Yeah. And um, it was like that with Senior over a long time. She was just for not me affected. As well. It just changed like in last year. I don't know why. Same uh -huh. year. Uh, she, mm. she just noticed it a little bit more got maybe it's a little bit of changing in the self-awareness or something i have no idea why but now she really feels it a lot more and we have to check this up in in the, in the planning and mm -hmm. this is something it's I, super interesting in my opinion yeah. like i would have yeah. never thought it and yeah. i was like wow this yeah. is so mind-blowing that how <laughs> yeah There's super interesting studies about really it yeah, yeah 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 i would love well, to hear more about that yeah this this is a topic yeah. i think they're doing a lot of research right now about yeah. it and it's also very relevant because i mean if you look at the sports sector now female sports are getting more and more important yeah um there is there's a huge uh, rise in, in also in the audience of female Definitely. viewers so i think this is going to be very important in the future especially in the western countries yeah, yeah. definitely just think about like olympic games or so how big of a role that can play. Yes. Yeah. If you get in the wrong <laughs> week, Jesus, please don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you can plan that. Yeah. And uh, if you already know when it's gonna gonna be happen, probably because 
there is a time frame where you probably know it's gonna happen. And if you already know that, you can also prep the, 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 the woman before, because from what I see, it's not just the body that is maybe not capable of doing that much intensity stuff, but I think it's also this, uh, I'm having PMS, I'm not going that hard today. And it happens. It's it's not always the time. Yeah. Always like that. But sometimes it happens, and especially when it comes to competitions, it shouldn't be like that. And you need to mental prep that. Yeah. And that's extremely interesting. How to get that into the head of the person? I always think um, at your lowest level of strength or at the worst time, you still have to be able to perform sufficiently. Yeah. And I think you should always work like that that you would be prepared for the worst yeah because then you if you're lucky you can totally overperform but if you're not you can still perform very well yeah that's super important and i think that's a big thing for the mind especially during competition yeah because if you accepted that it can be a bad day it always can mm -hmm. And you're okay with that. Because you're still going to perform sufficiently. You don't pressure yourself that yeah. much. And that's so important. Totally agree. That's so fucking important. I think that's something it definitely needs to get figured out by every athlete. How to handle this. Yeah. <laughs> What would you say? Looking at a woman. Maybe, maybe, maybe have, having two stages. Woman that begins. Mm -hmm. What are your top three tips you would give to her right now? Um, I actually wrote that down because you told <laughs> me about the questions before it. And, um, and I think that's very important. First of all, don't listen to all the horny dudes on Instagram. <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to give you the ultimate planche tips. <laughs> Because this is what happens. <laughs> to squeeze the glutes. <laughs> no, they don't even say they that don't even because nobody that. knows that. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nobody knows that. That would be actually a, a very valuable advice. <laughs> no, because they, there are so many dudes out there that just want to give you advice and be your trainer because they're like the fact that you are a girl doing calisthenics. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Um second actually works pretty well with the first one there will be many guys that want to coach you but 90% have no clue about coaching and in fact just have a crush on you yeah it's same story um and no matter with who of the other calisthenics girls i talk we all experience that all of them yeah <laughs> there are just not many of us maybe Maybe that's the reason for it. Senior gets a lot of these uh, messages too. It's so creepy. <laughs> Fucking hell. I, I recently started blocking so many people because it's it's just creepy. You don't want that. <laughs> just the bad side. Yeah, the bad side of social what's, what's number three? Number three is quite interesting. If you want to be respected and viewed as a strong woman, don't aim at being sexy just for Instagram. You're not an athlete then. In general, don't work out for Instagram, but for your own personal benefit. I Very like that. that. Yeah. Yes. I like it too. And the fourth one is, yes, you can. 
I, I would have asked you to uh, tell us from for beginners and for advanced girls, but I think these tips were for, for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think that's for all of them. Because yes. it's basically, it's, it's always the same. Just take your time. Don't listen to other people. Rather find one person you can rely on. Yeah. Maybe oh, it's always good to get a second opinion, but from a good resource, as they would say at a university. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's very important. And I get really sick. Actually, that's the third point I was I was speaking of, of these these girls that use calisthenics to um, yeah. Let's just put it as it is: sex cells. Yeah. This is something that really makes me sick, that makes me super angry because it pushes the sport in a very, very wrong light. And it, through this, actually, the whole thing about being strong and self-confident gets lost. Yeah. Because this is just about, well, I mean, you're strong and that's why you have a good body and that's why you start showing it off in a way that... You just get likes. Mm -hmm. You should never do a sport just for likes. Mm -hmm. You should never learn a skill just to be famous. You should do it because you love it and because it makes you feel good and because it feel, makes you feel happy. You should also not do it to just to win. You should do it because it's good for you. Yeah. And mean, many people forget that. Even I. Even I sometimes, like, before competitions, I put so much pressure on myself that I really, I, I feel like I, I'm losing the fascination of it. Mm -hmm. And that's so important. There, there's one movie, it's um, called The Peaceful Warrior. If you have I time. I love that one. You saw it? I love that. It, it deals it's exactly guy. with that topic. It's my absolute favorite movie because it's exactly about doing what you love, doing it focused and not only with a goal to impress people or be yeah. the best. And this is very hard if you're dedicated and ambitious and always want to go on 100%, which I'm definitely, I'm always going for 100%. I always want to be on the top, but you always have to still stand with both feet on your ground and just like understand why you're actually doing this. That's that. so important. Mm -hmm. Would you have a tip for those? Um, I mean, if you're a girl and you're interested in, in calisthenics or you're already doing it and that stuff, what would be a good tip for those to get really a good source of knowledge? You mean of skill knowledge? Um, yeah, I would say get yourself a good coach. Like, do some, do some research on, like... Look at the good people in the scene. Look at the people that can do a lot and that are not 16-year-old testosterone guys yeah. because these won't really help you. But look at people that went the hard way but succeeded in the end. Uh -huh. It's like with entrepreneurs. Look at those that fell down yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a few times but figured it out somehow. I believe the people that made the most mistakes are the ones that know it the best. Yeah. They might not be on place number one worldwide because there are people that just learn it faster, but they will be the one that understood it the best and the ones that can promote it the best because they fell often enough. 
And I think this goes for girls as for guys. Yeah. It's something I always tell the people when like, I get the message so often on Instagram. How did you learn X, Y, Z? How how did you get so strong? How did you blah blah blah? It's always the same, and I always tell them figure it out. Figure out somebody who can really help you and who knows what he talks about and who doesn't only claim that he's good in doing this because he's good in performing mm. skills. Because what I see very often is I think it's very hard for the people to choose the right person because everybody will tell you, yeah, I'm an expert. Yes, exactly. How Especially can they in a, see in a that? market that is so... Um, Only, only that short in its, like not that far yet in its development. Yeah, yeah. We, we we don't even have ten years of calisthenics right now. Yeah, that's why I always have to laugh if people say um, make calisthenics Olympic now. It's like, <laughs> dude, we have not even figured out a dominant design for a judging system. Or yeah, it's it's ridiculous if people say that. We're just about to figure it out, and it's super interesting. I love that. But yeah, as you say, you like everybody claims to be an expert, but nobody really is or only a few really are yeah. and I would just go for the people that have the reputation to be good in doing that and um, the second important thing is to take it so no fasting calisthenics mm -hmm. <laughs> can't repeat enough can't repeat it often enough just take your time it's okay to walk at your pace I think that's something I always tell the people yes you do that very well <laughs> look, look at at those coaches, and look at the results they produce. Yes. I think that's mostly that's the best. For them. Th that's it. If if you look at these online coaches and they're telling you, yeah, you're gonna get this, blah 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 blah. It's so unpersonal. Look at those. The, the, look at their testimonials. Yes. See see how their athletes grow. And if they don't have testimonials, they probably don't have clients. And yeah, it's as easy as it is. If, if you produce good results, then you're probably <laughs> a good coach. You know what you're doing. Exactly. And it's, it's not about one result. Because one shiny object can everybody have, but look at how many. <laughs> Proper statistics. Uh, look, look, <laughs> look especially at people that started where you were, because... Like, yeah. often you have athletes and like you train, like we trained Manuel Caruso and Alessandro Conti, but they started at a point where, especially uh, Conti not, but Caruso was already an elite athlete, you know, and then you can go around and say, yeah, well, I'm training this dude, but that doesn't mean anything because he's like a genetic, like you can tell him whatever you yeah, want, yeah, he's yeah. gonna do it, you, you didn't know? make him a machine. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at the people That's who like started from the scrap. And now can do something. And yeah. if you have people like that, then yeah. like that's really interesting. especially if you look at yourself and you're searching for a coach, like write the people that are getting coached, write how, how it is, how the yeah. coaching is and, and so on, like yeah. Talk yeah. to those who are in there. Yeah. Who can really tell you what's going on. Like you just just did it about the training with Dennis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Promoting it yes, as yes, often yes. as I can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, I really value it. So it was the best, uh, best decision I made since I started calisthenics. That's perfect. Um, and one next question. Um, I think that that's pretty interesting. 
Um, I saw you doing a lot of strength training to, uh, on next to the skill stuff and uh, the dynamics. Would you say the strength training helps you a lot on, yeah, just... Dynamics. On dynamics or uh, skills and all that stuff? Well, it certainly helps me for aesthetics a lot. For dynamics, it helps me in a sense that it uh, helps me to be safer in general. Yeah. Because my muscles and like the whole structure yeah. is built for more. <laughs> yeah. But what my huge problem is actually the combination of dynamics and statics. If you don't have five hours of time, is really really hard. Yeah. If you want to progress in statics as a girl, you have to work, in my opinion, a lot more and harder than most guys have to. Uh -huh. Because it's just something I observe. I think it just takes longer. Mm, it is also because um, that that's a genetical thing. Yeah, that's what I guessed. No evidence it's, here. It's, it's, just it's already proven. Yeah. Girls have less muscles in the upper body. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to say. And fat distribution is often a bit different. Mm -hmm. So you, yeah. it's around the glutes and having it like around glutes and upper legs, for example. <laughs> not really yeah. helpful. Is for, for everything that's a lever, that's not that <laughs> great. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you because put it very nice. <laughs> you, you just have mass on yeah. the wrong side of, of the lever. I mean, the lever in the end. Yeah. <laughs> If you would have had it on the shoulders <laughs> yeah it would help you more <laughs> so th this is what i what i mean like i think to progress in statics as a girl is harder than to progress in dynamics mm -hmm. mm, you also see that when you look at gymnastics most gymnasts the female gymnasts they're all doing a lot of dynamic acrobatic yeah. stuff but not a lot of static stuff that's why i also consider myself as a very rare example of the scene actually i mm -hmm. don't know many girls that focus mostly on statics um, and it's really hard to combine that with dynamics because dynamics also take a lot of time and I would need a lot more explosive strength I used to have that a lot when I was doing gymnastics and I'm still using a lot of the rest of this I've seen your muscle ups <laughs> I think I work pretty well <laughs> thank you I think, I think that's coming back but it's like more the swingy stuff you know yeah. you need so much energy to do yeah. to figure out how these things work and I had a period where I tried to find a dynamics coach and actually Dan Rosenberg was helping me a lot but he's very busy and I don't want to occupy his time Yeah. because you know he said he doesn't really want payment from me for that because he's like we're friends and I was like well I, I would pay you I, I just want to have a fixed schedule and that kind of stuff because that's very important for me um, but now at the moment I'm again like trying to figure it more out again on my own and I really like dynamics gives me probably the most headache <laughs> and the worst time in my training because it's so frustrating. Yeah. I'm used to progressing in statics, even if I sometimes stagnate a little bit. I know it's gonna work out again because we're just gonna like screw it a little bit differently and then it's gonna work. And it's more planable. And with dynamics, yeah. I miss what I had in gymnastics. Like that person, like pushing me just a little bit at some point of the movement in the direction. Mm -hmm. 
standing next to me screaming now iris and i know okay now i have to like push my legs it's in dynamics everything works so much faster yeah which makes it extremely hard that's why i would never say um dynamics are easier than statics or the other way around because it's just completely different and whoever tries to compare them directly in my opinion has no clue about it <laughs> she's I looking th- at me right now you can't see that but <laughs> it's it's just it's just two completely different things and you can't compare that it's like if you would compare swim swimming and running well there's even more yeah, parallels between that than <laughs> yeah it's it's literally like that so yeah, if, yeah, and people yeah. often don't see that and for me i know good burning gate is different there you can actually target the statics but um if you look at most other competitions especially in the girls area the girl with the best dynamics will win always and this It's is crazy. really frustrating actually yeah because you can work really hard on your statics I mean, I think I, I don't know how much it is in total, but I believe it's at least 10 hours a week that I spend only on training statics. Yeah. Maybe even more. Don't really count it that much, but knowing that this will actually never really bring you to the top is a bit frustrating. But, you know, for me, I already said it before, I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. And of course I love winning. I love being on the... Who doesn't? <laughs> I love being on the podium and um, it's super, super important for me as well. But if I would have to choose, I think I would go for the statics. If I would not have an option, I would go for the statics because I also think it's um, more long-lasting. If you work consistently um, and especially smart, And your joints and everything is really prepared and, and conditioned and all that. Yeah. You will be able to do that for a very, very long time. Yes. With dynamics, it's a lot harder to keep up that level. That's why I understand why kids go for the dynamics. It makes totally sense to me. Because this is the age where you learn quickly. You don't injure yourself that easily. And you have less fear. Exactly. And you have less fear. Yeah, that's that's the biggest point, especially yeah. for girls. Like with girls... It, Like, fear just goes up the older you get. And it's for boys, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like for girls, it's, I remember in gymnastics, it was that point when we all turned kind of 14-ish, someone around that age. Suddenly, all of them had were, were scared of the beam, the balance beam, the okay. high one. Crazy. And before that, nobody cared. So it was like, the, the point was with 14, and for the guys, it was someone with 21. That's a huge difference. Definitely. Yeah. So that's why I would also say I really admire the girls that are good in dynamics because you need fucking balls. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I really want to improve them. I want to work more on them. But I'm still trying to figure it out how to And fit it in to the fight scheme. With the coach. And I have to fight with the coach. He's not a really big <laughs> fan of dynamics. <laughs> That's true. But if I want to like do other competitions, then Burning Gate as well. Like I don't want to overcompete, but I don't know. Like three, maybe four competitions a year would be nice. 
I would like to do that. It's already a lot. You have three to four, so. But it's, yeah, it's what I did in gymnastics, actually. It was in a season always. So I would, like, try to put it somewhere stuffed together. Yeah. And use the rest of the time to progress, because that's very important. (laughs) To to recover and progress. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. It is... Um, where do we can find some information about you? Um, basically on Instagram. My Instagram tag is iris underline easy. Perfect. <laughs> um, lately, I'm, I also started using TikTok a little bit because it's said to be one of the big trends of 2020 for social media. Yeah, I saw that. Yes, and it's really an interesting platform to market calisthenics, especially because there are many kids. Mm-hmm. You, I use the same tag there, by the way, but um, yeah, don't have a lot of reach there yet. So <laughs> I think if you want to um, give her a follow, <laughs> I don't even know how, how many followers I have on TikTok, but it's, it's below 100. Let's blow this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just use it actually for fun and I tried it out for World of Bar Heroes so at more of a market research um, background, actually. And yeah. So mainly, I, I post a lot of personal stuff on Instagram and uh, also use it more as a blogging function. That I like to share, especially my opinion on the calisthenics market. As I study business, this is very interesting for me to watch the movement. So if you're interested in an innovative market and like it, just a new market and, and new things coming up, I think you would like my page. Perfect. <laughs> So if you're a girl and you're listening to listening to this, oh and yes, and of course if you want to get yeah, motivation as a girl, I, I totally forgot you that. Better give you a follow, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're interested you. in competing, you should also uh, contact Iris. Oh yes, definitely, boys and girls, write me. <laughs> uh, yep, 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 yep. And you better be friendly and don't call her bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine with bro as well. It Broina. Just, it, it just makes me laugh very hard every time we get a message in World of Fire Heroes where people write me, yo, bro, how can I sign up? And then I send them a voice message and suddenly I get hearts back and that kind of stuff. It's pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's that's the end of it. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining yeah, us. <laughs> that was awesome. All right.